Today is Friday, April 29th, 2022, and it's Good News Friday, and this show is packed full of good news. Biden's Minister of Truth is imploding and humiliating herself. Nina Jankowitz is the laughing stock of the internet. These people are such miserable theater freaks. MTG owns CNN's Jim Acosta directly to his face. As CNN Plus shuts down early, Trump is back on social media, and Biden's brain breaks directly on the world stage as MSNBC's top host ratings crumble by 50%. Yikes. This is Good News Friday. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. It's how you hide a little hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little hide a little lie when Rudy Giuliani shared bad intel from Ukraine. Or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain. They're laundering disinfo when we really should take note and not support their lies with our wallet, voice, or vote. Oh! Since the point of the show, we're going to say we're kidding, we're making all of this up. It's not really happening in the country you were born in, but it is happening. That's now a law enforcement official. It's also the person you just saw, an individual who brags about getting a master's degree from Georgetown University. In case you're wondering if the entire academic credentialing machine that sustains America's ruling class is in fact a joke. Spoiler alert, yes, it is a joke. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Good News Friday. We are building a community online here on The Benny Show that is full of patriots, people who wish to tear down the rotted old edifices and destroy the syphilitic old diseased temples of the people who wish to control us and control our speech. The Biden administration is pushing forward a ministry of truth. That's why ministry of truth has been trending for the last three days. Nina Jankowitz, the person who you saw there, the deranged, freakish, childless, husbandless, sad, miserable, awful theater kid, obviously, clearly, personally traumatized and psychotic, the person who sings and dances to her teeny little following online, who thinks that everybody needs to hear her sing in song, her thoughts on disinformation, and who herself is indeed a font of disinformation, herself a old faithful geyser of misinformation online. Actually, it's not disinformation, misinformation. Those are national security terms. It's just lies, ladies and gentlemen. She propagated the Russian hoax lie. She propagated the lie that Hunter Biden's laptop was a Trump campaign ploy. She's a liar. Let's just call it what it is. Stop using their terms. Here we are, my penance right here live on social, my penance right here live. Let's stop using their terms. Misinformation and disinformation are false terms. They aren't real. There's just the truth and then there is the lie. There is no such thing as anything else. And so the entire department is a facade for their ability to control thought and their desire to control what you see and what you hear and what you think. And Lordy, am I sad that I had to see her this morning singing and dancing. And that's just one of many, many clips. This is what the New York Post cover looks like this morning. Big sister is watching you. Biden unveils disinformation board with Hunter Denier as its leader. She denied that the Hunter Biden laptop is real. It is real. She's a liar. She's lying for power. That's what these sad, soulless, miserable people do. They lie for power. 
They don't have children of their own. They didn't make the selfless decision to go make a family or uh, the selfless decision to fall in love and do something that would actually lead to happiness in their lives. So they have to take over your children. They have to raise you. They have to treat you as a child and sing to you. You see this in our public education. You see this with Kamala Harris. You see this with Stacey Abrams. You see this with people like Nina Jankowitz. It is truly a pandemic of the miserable, the sad, the libs who are so miserable and they hate everyone and ultimately they just hate themselves actually because they didn't choose selflessness. They didn't choose humility. They didn't choose to create little people and to raise them. You want to control speech, have a kid. My wife and I were talking about this this morning. If you actually want to control someone's speech, have a child. If you have a kid, they are a blank slate and society is such that they that we say in society, if you are selfless enough to have a kid and raise it, then you should be the arbiter of the morality and the worldview and the values and the virtues. And you can control your children's speech all day. You actually want to control speech. I control my child's speech day and night. If she's crying or if she's saying something inappropriate or whatever, that's the ability to control and craft a better world that makes you whole inside and makes you feel fulfilled. It's a space that's so empty and gaping with these clearly mentally ill theater kids who are apparently running everything all of a sudden. And Nina Jankowitz is the poster child for that. Check out this tweet that resurfaced from Nina Jankowitz, the Ministry of Truth czar from Joe Biden. We have some very good news on this. Here's a tweet from Nina. I hope that all those who want to get out of lockdown and get their freedom back, hmm, who doubted Russia's intentions or thought Mueller's investigation was a hoax now understand the seriousness of cyber attacks and information operations. I guess you'd have to sing this to actually do a good impression of this. You would have to like sing this in some type of like eardrum piercing, bleeding falsetto. And you would need to also want, you know, to essentially be uh, Beethoven at this point. Like, let's be deaf. I have seen so many videos of this person singing online this morning that I, 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 I shudder to think how many more exist and how many times we'd have to play them for you on this show. We should come up with on this show, guys, a, like a warning that happens, like a, a, a warning screen that happens before we play a Nina Jankowitz singing video. She is sitting there questioning whether you should have freedom. In another tweet that we don't have for the show because we are, we're building this show this morning and there's so much, co- this is a, Friday news dump, let me tell you. There's another tweet out there where she's talking directly about how she wants to be locked down by the government, how the government should be locking people down, and it's right for the government to lock people down harder, daddy. These kind of people are often mislabeled. What they really are, are mentally ill. These people want, they want somebody in charge of their life end to end. They don't like the concept of human freedom or human flourishing. They need control. So what they're aptly called historically are Stalinists or Marxists. They wish to have a governing daddy who's in control of everything. They don't believe in God. They don't believe in a creator. And they don't believe in the spark of life innate in all of us human beings. They believe that the government and that human beings should organize as God, Tower of Babel, anyone, and should stop the babbling, actually. They should stop free thought, free expression, and that the collective group of elites, and Nina Jankowitz is an elite, she's 
been a fellow at elite institutions, institutions that have always, always optioned for censorship of speech, like the Wilson's Institute or the Ukrainian Foreign Ministry. She's been involved in just absolutely egregious activities like writing books about how women shouldn't be online, how dangerous it is for women online, the dangers of the online community. Generally, because free speech exists online, and the man who's in charge of free speech online, Elon Musk, the person who is now the chieftain of free speech online, I guess the Ministry of Truth in the Biden regime is being counterbalanced by the by by actual truth and the ability to speak truth online that was unleashed by Elon Musk this week. Elon had this to say about the Ministry of Truth. We thought this was very, very telling. Elon Musk now running the, well, soon to be running the greatest free speech mechanism uh, in society, which is Twitter. Nothing's better than the Twitter newsfeed and the Twitter ability to get thoughts and ideas out quickly and to a massive audience. The retweet, I personally believe, is the most powerful button in all of social media. Elon Musk had this to say to Tom Fitton, our friend, uh, uh, who is always on the right side of issues like this, a strict constitutionalist and, uh, and a, a great patriot. These are the times that try men's souls, biblical times, every headline you read, everywhere you look, uncertainty and scary world events that are destabilizing, frankly. I mean, have you checked in on your food prices or gas prices lately? How about inflation? Even President Biden says that in regards to food shortages, it's going to be real. And you're starting to see that happen now. Friends, inflation continues to skyrocket and it will hit your bank account. It already has. 8% of your dollar has been evaporated, and probably much, much more. Don't wait until your dollar is worth less to start thinking about protecting yourself. Buy something of actual worth. Gold and silver from Birch Gold. They've withheld the test of time all the way back into the ancient days. Right now, Birch Gold can help you convert your IRA and 401k into a tax-sheltered account in gold and silver. Get started right now. Text Benny to 989898. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, Birch Gold can help protect you. Text Benny to 989898 to begin protecting yourself with gold. Ministry of Truth is trending because Biden administration appointed a radical leftist to run a censorship board in the Department of Homeland Security a few days after Elon Musk purchased Twitter. This is messed up, Elon Musk says. Yeah, that's right. It is absolutely messed up. But Jen Psaki, of course, doesn't think so. Jen Psaki and her snipey little groupings of elitists, people that graduated from Georgetown University. Clearly on display here is the failures of American academia and the bursting forth of the college freak class onto our national dialogue. I think it was Charlie Kirk that said, uh, and Charlie Kirk, been a dear friend of mine and also a, a bit of a mentor over the last couple of years, a great dude and somebody I really enjoy working with. Charlie Kirk saw it clearly a couple of years ago. He said, uh, if you look at what's happening on a college campus today in these viral videos, expect that to reach Congress and the administration tomorrow. And what he was talking about there was AOC 
AOC, a perfect example of somebody who would be, you know, protesting at a community college for, uh, you know, more, more whale blubber lantern gas lightings for women, lesbian, underwater basket weaving and so on and so forth. And this is exactly the kind of person that would like be standing outdoors with a sign all day, right? Paid by George Soros NGO. Now AOC, tough to say it, but absolutely one of the most influential members of Congress has, I think, the largest following in all of Congress, if I'm not incorrect. Definitely one of the largest followings in Congress. And Charlie Kirk was 100% right there. Ladies and gentlemen, what happens on college campuses bursts forth onto our national dialogue, and these people start running things. And Nina Jankowicz is the perfect example of that. These pretentious pricks, these elitists inside of these Marxist indoctrination laboratories on our college campuses end up running everything. After a little while, we, we laugh at the videos and we think it's insane, but it doesn't happen in a vacuum. It, bur- it, it, it is like bursting now forth onto the entire Biden administration is made up of freaks like this. House Republicans tweeted Biden's minister of truth, ha ha ha, with the Jen Psaki wearing the Soviet hat that was a gift from Lavrov. I think that's Lavrov's Russian... Uh, Russian Foreign Minister Lavrov, Putin's right-hand man. I think that's his literal right hand hugging Jen Psaki. Oh my, oh my. Why isn't this more of a scandal? Hmm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's important to break a little bit of news here. We've been uh, communicating with a number of members of Congress asking what's going to be happening here. This Ministry of Truth is clearly one of the most dangerous and evil things the Biden administration has done. We think, besides the border, definitely the most impeachable thing that Joe Biden's done because it's so on its face, unconstitutional. Also, of course, it's housed inside of DHS, which is a law enforcement arm in the regime. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are facing something very dangerous here. There are go- they are going to be trying to enforce through law and arms and might their thought police. Truly dangerous. DHS buys billions of bullets every single year, and DHS is a law enforcement branch. So it's very scary that they're housing it there and not that, you know, not HUD, right? Housing and Urban Development or HHS. No, they're, they're, they're housing the Ministry of Truth inside of a law enforcement branch of the federal government. Scary stuff. So we've been asking members of Congress what they're going to do about it. Well, members of Congress have gotten back with us and it turns out they're going to do a lot about it, actually. Legislation is being drafted right now. Uh, we can't say by whom. This will be announced presently, stay tuned, uh, to defund the Ministry of Truth, to punish Department of Homeland Security uh, for even suggesting such an unconstitutional thing, and then to make clear that this will never happen in any administration ever to pass a law against such a ministry. So, praise the Lord that that's happening, and let me tell you a little something. Uh, This is a major motivating issue. Tucker Carlson did 19 minutes on this last night. We're going to do our Benny show uh, on this topic. We're going to include it in the Benny show uh, and every single show will give an update on this. This is so exceedingly dangerous. Just when you think the administration cannot get more rotted through with bad ideas and morons and freaks, it ceases to amaze us. We are left gasping with the stupidity of this administration. And I mean, it just... At, the, at some point, you know, at, at some point you have to start asking yourself, it's on purpose, right? I mean, it's on purpose. They're doing this on purpose. They're seeing how far they can go. Jordan Peterson, of course, a great line on fascism on Joe Rogan's podcast uh, a couple months ago. The point is to see how far they can push you. 
How far until you say stop? And it's time for us to say stop. It stops when we say stop. That's when it all stops. It halts when we say halt. And when we push back and then when we punish. You saw this happening with Disney in Florida. You see this happening across the country, obviously, in the backlash to Biden's policies. I think that it's going to be biblical what happens in November. We'll see. But stuff like this is a scary precedent. It must be stopped cold. So we're very, very excited about this. Stay tuned. We think today there's going to be major legislation dropping in order to ban and punish this kind of activity by the Biden administration. GOP leadership, you better get your asses on board. What's the first thing you do in the morning? I know it's a personal question, but I think it's relevant. The first thing I do is roll over and look at my phone. You probably are like millions and millions of Americans. You check in on your favorite websites, apps, your favorite creators. And what if you woke up every morning and they weren't there? They were deleted and erased on the internet. This is the reality for millions across this country every single morning because, well, big tech hates us. That's just the reality. They hate your host right here. I mean, listen, guys. They don't want our worldview to be platformed, and so they come after us. And that's why it's important to build a new internet, a second internet. And there's only one company out there that's doing it, RightForge. RightForge is the internet company devoted to American values and free speech. They're on the front lines against leftist cancel culture, and they're even helping bring President Trump back online by hosting Truth Social. So move your site, your domain, anything that you value online to rightforge.com, the real American internet. Go to rightforge.com now to get started. Support a company that supports free speech and more importantly, supports you, your right to speak as an American. Rightforge.com. Go now. The people who are running the Ministry of Truth who want to control what you have to say don't have the ability to use their mouths at all. Check out this clip from Joe Biden attempting yesterday to speak his own truth, but ending up speaking a word salad of true brokenness. Watch. Their hard work has played a critical role in assuring Putin's strategic failure in Ukraine, and they should know that we know it. In addition to this supplemental funding, I'm also sending to Congress a comprehensive package of, uh, that will enhance our underlying effort to accommodate the Russian oligarchs uh, and make sure we take their, take their, their ill-begotten gains. <laughs> We're going to accommodate them. We're going to seize their yachts, their luxury homes, and other ill-begotten gains of Putin's kleptocracy. Yeah kleptocracy and klep- the guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> but these are bad guys. This legislative package strengthens our law enforcement capabilities to seize property linked to Russia's kleptocracy. Oh, okay. So the guy who wants to control what you can say doesn't know how to speak the English language himself. Got it. Really good. Great job, everyone. Good job, Joe Biden, Ministry of Truth. Maybe you're doing the Ministry of Truth, Joe Biden, because you yourself have absolutely no truth in your soul. You have never taken a firm position on anything in your entire life other than the incarceration, the mass incarceration of young black men who smoked much smaller amounts of crack than your son. Perhaps that's what you want people to be put in jail for, the criticism of your son. And we remind you that Nina Jankowitz said that the Hunter Biden laptop story was untrue. She said that it was a Trump campaign operation. 
She is the one who was defending the Biden crime family. And now the Biden crime family defender, Russian hoax collusion narrative, blue and on freak, damaged theater kid who sings and dances for her minuscule little audience inside of her apartment who wishes for the government daddy to lock her up. That person is going to be in charge of what you have to say because Joe Biden clearly can't speak himself. The fire inside the dumpster roars ever brighter and roars ever hotter. The dumpster fire of the Biden administration rolls on. And you know who is slogging along at the very bottom of that dumpster is CNN. CNN, of course, has lost CNN Plus. They have lost all of their ratings. They are collapsing. And we have very exciting ratings to tell you from CNN (laughs) very soon. Very exciting ratings and updates on CNN Plus that just made us cry laughing last night. But since we're going through the viral videos of the week, you gotta check this one out from Marjorie Taylor Greene yesterday on the Hill with Jim Acosta. Jim Acosta somehow still inexplicably has a job on Capitol Hill and he's gone from harassing Kaylee McEnany and Sarah Sanders to harassing members of Congress on the Hill, sidling up against them uh, with his, I don't know, Jim, like you look a little out of shape there. Like he doesn't look like he's super in shape. He's like out of breath trying to keep up with Marjorie Taylor Greene. He sidles up against her to try and spit fake news into her face. And boy, howdy, does it get spit right back a savage clip. And God bless Marjorie Taylor Greene for this. Watch CNN get destroyed once more. That what that says? It says, I don't know on those things. Wait, hold on, stop. This text message that's supposedly mine, I don't know if it is. What does it right. say? It says some members and then it but says, wait, hold on. It says, I don't know. Wait, I don't know if that's my text. It says, I don't know on those things. Why don't you tell you, that story? You're no, saying, no, 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 You're no. saying you don't no, know if you're, 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 you're a liar. You're defensive about it. You know why people do not like why you? Why are you being so defensive you're a liar. about it? I'm why do you want to lie on television for, I'm not, for your viewers? I'm not trying to lie. No, no, you're trying I'm to I'm trying to ask you No, you're accusing me of something. And then when you read the actual words that tell Another story. It right, tells but the you're truth. you're being awfully defensive. Have a good one. So the background there was that Jim Acosta tried to insinuate that Marjorie Taylor Greene was calling for martial law after the 2020 election. Marjorie Taylor Greene was opining in a private chat about options and saying that she didn't know any better. And Jim Acosta, of course, not adding that context. What would that be called? Well, that would be called a lie. That means you're lying, Jim Acosta. Jim Acosta is himself a liar and a charlatan and a just despicable member of the national press. It is so egregious that he remains in his employment with CNN. We pray and call upon CNN's new leadership to disown and dis avow the tactics of Jim Acosta, Brian Stelcher, Lubin Tubin, and the rest of the incredibly humiliating charade of talent you have left over at CNN. Get rid of them. These people are jokes. They're embarrassments. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, to her great credit, didn't just walk by Jim Acosta on Capitol Hill. She straight up went back into his face and showed him the truth and defended herself and good for her. We're very, very much in favor of that because we need more defenders. We need more people with fire in their gut. We need more people with gunpowder in their veins. And certainly we saw that yesterday with Chip Roy, member of Congress from Texas, who went after Secretary Mayorkas of the Department of Homeland Security, the same guy who is propping up and using your taxpayer money to to defund the border wall, 
taking the money from the border wall that was already funded for the border wall construction, taking that money and funding Nina Jankowitz in her freakish theater kid uh, therapy sessions about misinformation, disinformation as she sings her Mary Poppins songs. Freak. Unbelievable. Truly. This man is so ready to be impeached. It is incredible. Yesterday during the hearings, he was absolutely hammered by multiple very powerful and very, very on-point members of Congress, Matt Gates, Jim Jordan, Burgess Owens, and our hats off to all of them. Uh, a couple members of Congress even told him to his face that he was going to be impeached. This is Secretary Mayorkas of Department of Homeland Security. But nobody did a better job than Chip Roy of Texas, a man whose district is horribly affected by Secretary Mayorkas's unruly and illegal and unconstitutional actions at the Department of Homeland Security. This man is truly the most dangerous bureaucrat in the country. He was before the Ministry of Truth, and he certainly is after the Ministry of Truth. Chip Roy taking real truth directly to his face with a flamethrower. Check this out. About the damage being done to the United States of America. Mr. Secretary, do you know what this is? This is a mobile morgue, a body trailer, needed by counties in South Texas overwhelmed by dead migrants. That particular trailer is filled with these bodies, 27 bodies that were stored in this mobile morgue in South Texas with dead bodies of migrants. Dead bodies like this one found on a ranch just three weeks ago in South Texas, a dead migrant. Somehow that's compassion. How about the dead bodies found by migrants? Compassion. How about the ranchers who had to walk out of their door, and this is what they face, gentlemen with rocks threatening a rancher in South Texas, only able to be saved when they are able to bring their dogs out to scare the people away in order to save themselves. Or the fact that you've got houses being attacked, you've got livestock dead on the side because we've got ranches wide open. How about the little girl here with a brand on her arm? A little girl with a brand on her arm because of your policies. A little girl here in the desert found by ranchers trying to save their life. And how about the lost voices for people dying from fentanyl? The hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands of Americans dying from fentanyl. Faces, faces of Americans, faces of Americans across this country dying because of fentanyl pouring into our country. Time of the gentleman has expired. You know full well. Time of the gentleman has expired, Ms. Encouraging people to come here, harming Texas and harming this country. Time of You know it. Dude, we got to have Chip Roy on the show. We got more energy like that. That's dragon energy right there. And it's truth spitting facts. And the American people are sick of being lied to. No more will we use on this show misinformation and disinformation. Again, those are spook terms and national security terms. We're not going to use them. There is just truth and lies. And what Chip Roy was doing there is spitting truth. Spitting on truth Spitting back on truth, spitting fire on truth is something that Donald Trump is going to do on Truth Social. Donald Trump's posted his first Truth Social post yesterday on the platform. This is, of course, Donald Trump's, uh, I think, answer to Twitter, but more or less answer to being censored on all social media. I think he was taken down on virtually every single platform uh, except for Rumble, I believe. But Donald Trump then went and started his own social media platform. It's called Truth, and Donald Trump posted his first truth. You can see it here. Donald Trump in front of Mar-a-Lago on his phone. I'm back, confefe, using his famous typo or sign word or whatever you want. I didn't, I, what is the story behind confefe? I don't know. I hope to ask Trump. Someday we'll be at Mar-a-Lago next week, and maybe we'll get a chance to ask him. 
But Confefe, the let's just call it the most famous typo in presidential history. Donald Trump's leaned into that. It's very funny. Donald Trump is a self-deprecating person, a very funny person. We've hung out with him backstage. He's a hilarious dude. He's, he's actually a very, very funny guy. Anyway, his first post on Truth Social, millions of people on Truth Social. We're on Truth Social. You could follow us at Benny. And ladies and gentlemen, the truth, not the tweet, the truth. We're going to work on this, the new nomenclature for Truth Social. So the truth went viral. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the truth went viral on his own platform. It has 10 It has not 10,000, 100,000 likes. And here we go. Donald Trump has made his debut on Truth Social, according to the Daily Mail, uh, with a self-deprecating gag about one of his many controversial tweets. I'm back, confefe, uh, his inaugural post said on on Thursday evening. He accompanied the message with a photograph of him looking at his phone in front of Mar-a-Lago. Confefe is a lighthearted reference to Trump's uh, 2017 tweet where he criticized media coverage uh, and, 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 and that tweet ended up getting, uh, 100,000 lights before it was deleted. <laughs> despite the conference, the, despite the constant negative press, Confefe was the original tweet. Uh, he vowed also not to join Elon Musk's takeover of Twitter after a $44 billion purchase. And here we are back at it. Ladies and gentlemen, peak Donald Trump may be coming to truth social and peak Elon Musk is now on twitter.com. So two platforms, we encourage you to join both and we encourage you to have a lot of fun. And we think that the future is bright and we think that the future is bright because smart and good people are in charge of things and not Nina Jankowitz. Elon Musk and Donald Trump want more speech, not less. Donald Trump and Elon Musk want more ideas, not less. Donald Trump and Elon Musk have never been for the censorship of their enemies. In fact, upon purchasing of Twitter, Elon Musk says he hopes that all of his enemies stay on the platform and grow and grow in their influence and that they grow in their criticism of him. Criticism is good. It's a pressure release valve in society. It helps us see each other as human beings as long as it's done respectfully and as long as we can have a conversation. When you shut down and silence one side of the conversation, that's when people start to boil over, ladies and gentlemen. And now people are boiling over on Twitter because of Elon Musk's latest meme that he tweeted, which is a deeply accurate meme about the shift leftward of people in society. Elon Musk hints that he's shifted to the right over the past 14 years as liberals have morphed into woke progressives. Twitter sees exodus of woke since the $44 billion takeover. Kamala, AOC, and Bernie have been losing thousands of followers. <laughs> so here's what Elon Musk posted. He posted a... Timeline, 2018 to 2021. And what you see is the right stays the same, which is actually incorrect. The right has actually shifted leftward on things like gay marriage, on issues of public schooling and public debt servicing. The right has absolutely shifted to the left. Ask what a fiscal conservative is now, based on a fiscal conservative 10 years ago when we were $30 trillion less in debt. Boy, you'll have a very different answer. So yes, the right has absolutely shifted leftward. So this chart, even this chart that they are losing their minds over is inaccurate. But the the left side of the chart that you can see on your screen and you can see how the person in the middle is staying the same, the person on the right is staying the same, the person on the left is flying to the left, moving so far to the left that the middle ends up being right. So it takes the person who's directly in the middle, who used to be on the left, 
and it makes him now on the right because the left has freaked out and moved all the way over to the side and the little man inside of the graphic says, bigot, calling everyone else a bigot, even though he has moved, I don't know, what is that, two orders of magnitude to the left. That's exactly right. Elon Musk tweeting this morning that the far left hates everyone and themselves, and he's correct. It depicts a centrist driven into the arms of conservatives by the extremes of woke progressives. That's right. Musk's politics have a significant... uh, Musk's politics have new significance after he declared that Twitter should be politically neutral, according to the Daily Mail. And he's right. It should be politically neutral, and it's amazing to watch the people freak out about it. These are the people who are obviously using Twitter as their narrative control mechanism. They were using Twitter in order to push and buoy Democrat talking points, platforms, and followers. It's incredible. We've gained close to 100,000 followers over the last week. 100,000 on our account? That's a lot. That's increasing our following by like 20%. We're now up to 600,000 plus followers at BennyJohnson.com. Please feel free to follow. We encourage you to do so. It's a lot of fun on Twitter these days, and we're having the most fun. We're very, very excited about it. Ladies and gentlemen, It is so important for you to understand that if you want neutrality, that is now seen as extremist. See, this is Stalinism at hand. And this is why Twitter and this entire woke moment must be purged. It really does. It has to fail because you can't live in a society like this. America isn't designed for it. It's one of the reasons why we're very excited to see Twitter potentially moving to Texas. That's right. A Texas man has offered 100 acres of his own land for Elon Musk to build a new Twitter headquarters in Texas. Elon Musk already owns a large Tesla factory in Texas. He's moved Tesla out of California to Texas. Why not move Twitter there? Hint, you can get free land. Jim Schweinger, CEO of Schweinger Farms, just just north of Austin, so that's good. Austin's like a big tech hub. Uh has offered 100 acres of land donated to Elon Musk to move Twitter to Texas. Well, that's nice. Free land. Land is very expensive. No matter where you are, land's expensive. The land is precisely located just off Interstate 35, 35 uh, miles north of Austin in an area where many tech companies have been moving over the past years, including Musk's own Tesla and his other enterprise, SpaceX, and the Boring Company. On Tuesday, Schweiner insisted, Elon Musk moved Twitter to Texas 38 miles north of Austin in Williams County, we will give you 100 acres for free. He should totally do that. Culture is everything, ladies and gentlemen. I moved from Washington, D.C. down to Florida, and let me tell you, culture is everything. People down here, they say hi to you on the street. They're nice to you. People are generally happier down here. Nobody has ever asked me my politics. Nobody has ever attacked me in the street or my family, and that happened at literally a daily basis in Washington, D.C. I physically watched as Jack Posobiec, a dear friend of the show and a colleague was attacked in the street by Antifa. He had to be protected and saved probably with his life. Not that Jack couldn't handle himself, but there was a mob after him. A mob of people can defeat one man. They were after him and the cops had to intervene. I watched it with my own two eyes. This of course happened to me. We got plenty of death threats and we got the hell out of there. People are happy down here in Florida. They are peaceful and culture matters. We deeply encourage Twitter to move to Texas, please. And we don't want them to become far right. We want Twitter to stay politically neutral. And the way to do that is to hire diverse people. And we are not talking about melanin here. And we're not talking about something that you were born with that you had no control over. Diversity is diversity of thought and diversity of the heart. That's what real diversity is. Ladies and gentlemen, the New York GOP has won in court. 
Democrat-drawn congressional maps are unconstitutional. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, the post-millennial reporting that New York courts have ruled that the congressional maps drawn by Democrats were unconstitutional and gerrymandered. This is a huge win. They've also done this ruling in Wisconsin, siding with Republicans because Democrats can't help themselves. They are power-hungry freaks and they want to cheat and they'll cheat forever as long as they can until they are stopped. Clearly, they need to be stopped with the Ministry of Truth and clearly they need to be stopped here in gerrymandering. The Districts in New York, I don't think we have the map, but the districts in New York looked as though my toddler had boiled a long string of spaghetti, threw it up in the air as she is known to do, and then it landed on the floor in a squiggly disaster line. This spaghetti overlapping itself, wiggling all over the floor. I mean, honestly, it was the most sickening image of what they viewed as a congressional district where they were using the congressional district tracks in order to grab certain minority groups and certain neighborhoods in order to boost their potential to win. And this is what it did in New York. So what you can do with gerrymandering is move districts into leans Democrat, leans strong Democrat, and move them away from Republicans. This is what gerrymandering does. This is why we're very happy to live in Florida, where the Districts kind of just look like squares, which is what they should look like. It should just be, if you live in this region or if you live in this town, that's your district. It should be geographical areas where people automatically subdivide and self-identify. So I self-identify as someone who lives in Tampa. I live in a neighborhood in Tampa and I self-identify here. It's where my house is, it's where I live. I don't need my house to be gobbled up by a little district that's zooming over from, uh, for here, it'd be like St. Petersburg from the coast and grabs my little area just in order to help Republicans. I'm against it on both sides and everyone else should be. Districts should be square. I come from a square state of Iowa. That's where I was raised in Iowa. That's where I went to school. The There's nothing more square than, than Iowa and the uh, congressional districts. You should take a look at them sometime. It, it looks like Tetris. It's like, dang, that's the, what it should look like. And then you should be able to win and you should be able to appeal to people who maybe aren't even on your own side. And that's what fairness is. Thank God the New York Court of Appeals ruled against Democrats, ordering the maps to be redrawn. The ruling found clear evidence that was beyond a reasonable doubt that the congressional maps were unconstitutionally drawn with political bias to signify significantly reduce the number of competitive districts. Good for them. Uh, the court's ruling that the maps will be drawn by a special court master in the process overseen by the lower state court with all due haste. Good. It takes it out of the hands of the gerrymandering and jerry-rigging Democrats. Judicial oversight is required to facilitate expeditious creation and constitutional conforming of maps to use in the 2022 election. Good for them. And to safeguard constitutionally protected right of New York workers to a fair election. Good. That's all we want. Free speech. Open dialogue, open ideas, more speech, more fairness. It's unbelievable. And the ability to look into our elections and to say, hey, that was fair. We won. We lost. Here's the number of votes. Here's the number of legal votes. We win. We lose. It's fine. We're Republicans. We're used to losing. It's okay if we lose as long as it's done fairly, as long as the districts are fair, as long as the process is fair. These are the things that cannot be tolerated, however, when they corrupt inside of a system and an institution irredeemably. And gerrymandering is exactly one of the things that corrupts so badly in this country. We're glad that it's being struck down, even in the bluest of states. Being struck down in the bluest of moments? <laughs> Having things that are very, very liberal 
struck down and fail is certainly the theme of this show. And it is the theme of CNN right now. As CNN Plus will not even make it to April 30th. It will cease operations two days early. <laughs> we were so excited about this start. CNN, it was already a disaster. And now, ladies and gentlemen, they shut down. I think they shut down yesterday. Is that right? Shut down yesterday. CNN is offline officially now. And they're starting to scrub, I think, any existence of CNN Plus from the internet. Hilarious. Let's jump into this Breitbart piece. So important. CNN Plus will end its historic run today on Thursday, April 28th, just four weeks after its disastrous premiere. If that's not humiliating enough, CNN Plus is shutting down two days earlier than scheduled. Originally, we were told the shutdown date would be April 30th. Why would CNN Plus be shut down two days early? Well, it's probably because no one was watching. And putting all that time and money into broadcasting is like throwing money into a black hole. After spending around half a billion with a B, that's right, hundreds of millions of dollars, the estimates are yet to be in, but it could be $500 million total, CNN, the, a far-left propaganda outlet that spreads political violence and conspiracy theories, launched CNN Plus on March 29th. The result? Well, because they couldn't get enough CNN's smug a-holes on regular old CNN, tens of people signed up for CNN Plus streaming channel. <laughs> Apparently, there are a few people in America desperate to be deceived by Kate Bodewan, Wolf Blitzer, Jake Tapper, Brian Stelter, Fareed Zakaria. At such a level, of the deception on CNN was not enough. Additionally, Casey Hunter was brought over from MSNBC. Yikes. Chris Wallace, the only Fox News anchor will with failing ratings was also a CNN plus hire and now says his future is uncertain, which is exactly the future he deserves. <laughs> Best of all, toxic narcissist Jameel Hill has failed at yet another news outlet just desperate to force her racism on the rest of us. The result of all that money and talent? Well, according to one report, only 4,000 viewers were tuning into CNN Plus at a time. <laughs> oh, we love this community so much. We love you all. We always get more than that on this show. We're streaming across platforms, and we are so thankful for you. We don't take it for granted. We listen to our audience. We report on what you wish to have us report on. When we get it wrong, we say it. And we always come back with a vengeance and we bring our energy every morning to make sure that you hear the news that is important in this country. We are the anti-CNN plus CNN minus, ladies and gentlemen. Am I right? CNN released a statement explaining how the tens of people who paid $2.99 subscription fees will be refunded. <laughs> CNN Plus streaming will come to an end on April 28th. If you purchase your subscription directly from us, we'll be providing a full refund. Oh man, how humiliating. But not as humiliating as CNN's regular ratings. That's right, CNN's primetime ratings have, have dived 43%. Ah, it gets worse. CNN, a far-left propaganda outlet, spreads conspiracy theories and political violence, has lost 43% of its primetime audience in just one month. The openly left-wing outlet saw its 25 to 54 age demo. That's the demo you want to hit, right? In cable news, we have a cable news show, The Benny Report on Newsmax. We encourage you to watch it tomorrow. We have a barn burner of a show. Some fantastic guests will be joining us. Lauren Boebert will be on the show. She's gonna, she just kicks total ass. And we have a lot of great 
people joining us as well. Comedians uh, that you don't want to miss, Alex Stein, Dahlia, and AL, the great ALX will be joining us to talk about Twitter banning and to say, Elon, set us free once more. Freedom, freedom, free at last. Well, we are free of CNN, and we will hopefully be free of the worst people at CNN. This article calls it CNN LOL, and we think this is hilarious, this article from Breitbart.com. Compared to last month, CNN shed 43% of total primetime viewers, 54% of the primetime demo, and 34% of daily viewers. CNN is just failing, ladies and gentlemen. It's just failing. And the reason why is that this is a network that believes that you must watch it, that they're entitled to their viewership. We know we're not entitled to our viewership. We know. We know that if we stick a finger in your eye or if we insult our viewers or if we don't tell the truth or if we lie to you or deceive you, well, then you could also limit our viewers to tens of viewers like CNN+. But we don't have tens of viewers. We have thousands and tens of thousands of viewers every single show. And we thank you for that. We actually have hundreds of thousands of viewers every single show. And we thank you for that because the show lives on and it gains viewers. And we we sort of like capture those viewers after 48 and 24 hours. The show gets shared around. And we just want to say, again, we love you. We thank you. And we listen to you. CNN's viewers. Oh, oh, this is so painful. Primetime viewers, an average of six. 194,000 primetime viewers and 582,000 total day viewers. This is for a network that's free, that's on in every hotel room, every airport, every house in America. It comes with basic cable packages and they're able to bring in 500,000 daytime viewers. So we do this show during the daytime, ladies and gentlemen, and we've definitely topped that number of viewers on this show. We produce a lot of videos during the course of the day. We do reaction videos and so on. We're always doing numbers bigger than that. We are so excited about it. And we, ladies and gentlemen, we we just want to, again, say thank you for tuning in. There are some people in this industry, Ben Shapiro, Tim Pool, Jordan Peterson, depending on, you know, what, what your, you know, what your flavor is, Charlie Kirk. There are people in this industry that are doing so many, so many more views than that a day. It's humiliating. And you wonder why CNN goes after the free-minded people on the internet. The reason why is because they're getting destroyed by people with webcams and a small team. And a shout out to the small Benny team. It's just been an amazing week and an amazing, amazing run in April. And we just thank all of you. We are, we try to be something that a lot of people are not in this industry, which is grateful grateful and grateful for our audience and grateful for the people that work here. So thank you, Danny, Sam, ALX, Jerry, and Sammy. MSNBC's Joy Reid is not a grateful person. She is a vicious person and a bitter person and a mean person. Her and Nina Jenkowitz are probably the most bitter, saddest people on the internet. They're probably hanging out, singing together right now, karaoke, 20 um, uh, 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 lavender margaritas in and trying to drink out their misery of never making a choice in their lives that would lead to real happiness. MSNBC's Joy Reid suffers lowest ratings ever. MSNBC's Readout, hosted by Joy Reid, finishes April with record low viewership down 51%. Woof! The market for the woke is destroying itself, ladies and gentlemen. An average of 1.1 million people tuned into Readout each night of April, the smallest number for the program's history. 
During April, every single Fox News Channel weekday program, including Fox and Friends, which airs from 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, outdrew readout. Yikes. Breaking down Friday's cable news ratings, Mediate reports that 1.08 million people watched readout, while 2.5, that's double the audience, watched Jesse Waters' primetime. That's in the same primetime slot. Readout also lost 50% of its audience among young adults. That's the audience they all want, 25 to 54, with an average of 24,000 viewers in April, Fox observed. Yikes. You go woke, you go broke. People aren't having any more of it. We're done. This moment's finished in society. The backlash is here. The Great Awakening is here. And we are here for it. We are here to welcome in the Great Awakening, and we will begin to televise the revolution here for all of you. And the reason why they're all failing, whether it's Nina Jankowitz, Joe Biden, whether it's Joy Reid or CNN Plus, whether it's the New York lying Democrats who tried to gerrymander, or whether it's Disney, woke Disney, is because people don't want to be lied to. They don't want to be condescended to. They don't want to be scolded. People want to just be left the hell alone and live their happy lives. They want families, they want marriages, they want children, and they just want to be left alone. We want our red meat to grill and our beer to drink on Saturday. The regular average American, of whom you know nothing about Joy Reid, or Brian Stelter, or Fareed Zakaria, you people don't know our audience. You don't know us. You've never tried to learn. You've never tried to represent anything for your fellow Americans. You're smug a-holes. You live inside of a bubble, and that bubble, unfortunately, has grown ever more distant from what reality is. And so live in your fantasy land, and don't be surprised when the rest of us reject it, because you're the most miserable people at every party. You're sad, miserable cat ladies and cat men. You're feminine, you're feline, you're passive-aggressive, and we're sick of you. You're disgusting individuals, and because you didn't have the selflessness to raise your own children and start your own family, and you're such a toxic person that every relationship you've ever been in has broken down and been destroyed by your own toxicity, and no one can even stand you, you live these miserable, insufferable lives where you try to parent our children and snipe at us and tell us what to do. And we're sick of it. We're sick of you, you miserable lot. Be done with you. You're finished. You're banished. You're over. Your moment is done. And we're all laughing at you. We're the cool kids at the cool party with the cool lives. We live happy, good lives. And we intend to stay that way because we have our priorities right. God, family, country. Those are the priorities on The Benny Show. We're free men and women. We were born that way. And we intend to stay that way way. We'll keep speaking truth. Have a blessed weekend in the most wonderful country on earth. My name is Benny Johnson. This is The Benny Show. Thanks for watching.